to have you. Bill Michael show continuing on last night, uh, Kristen, and it was a kind of a girl's night. I had my night at home putting together weight bench and manly stuff. She took her friends to a candlelight, um, like, symphony last night that was based upon the music of Queen. And so she got all the friends together. They went down to Calderon Club uh, last night, had a tremendous time with Gino and the gang, and... Uh, I, I this weekend, if you're going to do anything and you're going to head downtown, maybe you're going to the Bucks game tomorrow night, heading down to catch some of the Admirals game tonight or tomorrow night, downtown's going to be a buzz. Uh, eight, uh, 838 Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee. I can't recommend either one of those two places enough. Calderon Club in San Giorgio. And if you go in and get the dishes that uh, I have, that if you say, hey, I want the Bill Michaels, they pair that up with Cider Boys from uh, Point Brewing and Point Brewing. Uh, been around a long time up in Stevens Point. Joe Martino, really good guy. And uh, thanks to them for being a part of the program, along with Calderon Club and Gino and the gang at San Giorgio as well. So stop down. Get yourself really, really, really the best Italian food you're ever going to have and pair it up with our friends at, uh, at Point Brewing. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. It's just been good calls today, so let's just keep the calls going and uh, get right back at it. Uh, Adam, this time listening to us down in Houston, Texas. Adam, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill, how are you doing? Good, good. I'm doing well today. What are you thinking? Really enjoy your show listening down here in Houston. Um, just kind of wanted to build off a sentiment you were expressing the other day, kind of about how it's, it's sad to potentially see Roger's career potentially end up with this, with folks saying good riddance, et cetera. But looking even bigger, you know, we've had this completely unique 30-year run with two all-time great quarterbacks, which mm-hmm. up until the last year or two was, you know, it's something to talk about with pride as a Packer fan. But in the last year or two, it just seems like everything with Rodgers and Favre seems to be viewed as negative. So mentioning Rodgers to someone now generally solicits a negative response with all the drama. And Favre, um, whether justified or not, is kind of viewed as a pariah. So do you think this is – we're able to recover from this? <clears throat> like, you think this is easily going to reverse itself or – is it just kind of gone in this direction and hard to dig itself out? Yeah, do you, you, when you say reverse it, do you mean like Rogers coming back or the fact that there's these no, feelings? I mean, like, I mean like Rogers and Favre kind of getting back in good graces with, with the, the general public eventually. Well, Favre right now has got his own issues because of the legal right. issue down in, down in Mississippi. So that's something entirely different. Yeah. You know what? Time heals all wounds. I, I, yeah. I don't think anybody begrudges Aaron Rodgers for what he's done on the field. I think they're just tired of the drama and I think it becomes fatiguing and, and people just want it to end. I think what fans want, you correct me if I'm wrong, is they want your guy to come back and say, I'm all in. I'll do whatever it yep. takes to win. I'll do whatever for the organization. And, and when you don't get that, you get pissed off. You know, and you're like, come on, man, you're being a diva, you're being selfish, you're, you know, all the other adjectives that go with it. And I think that's where people are at. But, no, people will always remember what Aaron Rodgers has done for the organization. They'll just remember that it was just another ugly exit. It was yep. a fatiguing exit. It was a good riddance exit. But here's the other thing. Whether or not if Jordan Love plays great, then you really don't care. If Jordan Love is not the answer, then you even you appreciate Aaron Rodgers even more for what he's done. You know what I mean? Totally, totally, yeah. absolutely. So that's kind of the time will tell, but uh, it'll it, to the positivity or negativity side, uh, it'll be dictated upon what the performance 
uh, of Georgia. I mean, think about it this way. If, if Aaron Rodgers would have fell on his face and it was awful and they just don't go back to the postseason, or if they get there, they're a, you know, a, a one win over 500 wild card team every year and they're bounced every year. They're kind of like Tennessee where they just they're not getting over the hump. Then it's it's a change in coaching staff. It's changing in, in different players. It's a complete overhaul because they've been there, done that, and they can't can't get over the hump. Uh, the Packers have always had Super Bowl aspirations because Rodgers has been under center, so it's different. But yeah, I completely get it, man. Uh, appreciate the phone call. Yes, I think uh, even for people that say get rid of him, ah, you want him out of here, I, I look at it as it's just the fatigue. It's it's nothing more than that, you know. Um, I heard yesterday, I'm, I'm driving around, and I'm listening to a sports talk show, which was somewhat mind-boggling. It's it's supposed to be somebody that is relatively intelligent, and it's like, ah, oh, he's a choker. He's a choker. And all I wanted to do was call and go, okay, I can give you, I can absolutely give you the game against Tampa Bay. When the chips were down, you needed them. When you had seen other teams, when you saw Stafford, you saw Brady, you saw Mahomes, you saw Allen, you saw Burrow, when you saw those teams go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and then just last year, what you saw out of all those teams and quarterbacks stepping up in the big moments, and you got it, you're like, wow. Yeah, okay. Our guy did not. He didn't He didn't thrill. He locked. He did all the things that we've been accusatory of. Not great, but I also think, okay, don't forget, you had a bad special teams outing in which they gave up 10 points, and you lost the ball game basically because of special teams. The offense couldn't move the football. You had some obstinance out of your head coach. So, okay, not running the ball into the end zone, choosing to pull it down and again try to throw to Devontae Adams against Tampa Bay. I understand it. But prior to that, I also think about the games in which he got you there. And I'm like, you can't be this myopic. So I, I don't I don't know. Um, maybe I have a different look or a different depth, but I don't know. There's there's more to it there than just saying this all sucks. Uh 877-867-1670. And again, I at <laughs> You know, the, the the lifeline of Hall of Fame quarterback play for the Green Bay Packers, you would assume if history repeats itself, that lifeline has now run out. You would assume. Because no team, no team in the history of the NFL has ever had back-to-back-to-back Hall of Fame play. They've searched. They've looked for quarterbacks. They've had some that are serviceable, but they have not had that consistently great player in the National Football League that's that's been a back-to-back-to-back player. So there you go. I'm uh, trying to rack seven, my brain, Bill, on yeah. if I called Rodgers a choker on Kenny and Heilprin last night. I don't think you I did. did. Not. You did not. <laughs> you did not. No, I was. I had a meeting yesterday afternoon, and I was out driving around, and I'm listening to you know all the talk, and and uh, yeah, the the host said, yeah, get rid of the guy; he's a choker. And I, and then he went on to explain, yeah, he's he's choked in every playoff game; he's lost. I'm 
Like, wow. Oh, Bill and Brookfield, get him. Yeah, and I was just like, and had I not had to go into the meeting, I might have called. I was, like, inspired. And I just wanted to just go, you're just so stupid. <laughs> just for lack of a better term, you're just so dumb. You know, every every game he's ever lost, he's the one that he's the reason they lost. He's a choker. And all I wanted to do was call up and go, do you remember Mostert running for 240-plus yards against that Packers defense? Packers never got the ball back. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, you can pull your head out of the toilet and stop giving yourself a swirly at any point in time. But there you go. The only problem is your voice is not very disguisable. Yeah, it's that's pretty distinct. I've been told that. I've been told that. Now, I could yeah. be your call-in mule. If you give me 15 talking points, I could call. I could do that. Disguise myself a bit. Well, I think you've Just listened rattle. long enough. And oh, I know exactly what the talking and, points are. And you've deciphered my stupidity, you know. So I think in your sleep, you wake up in the middle of the night going, no, no, it's fault. You know, it's just, you have like these nightmares. Oh, oh, Morgan so. oh, told oh, oh, my God. I forgot to tell you. Uh-oh. Uh, yesterday, I, I, I had a meeting, and real quick, I ran to Dunham's and then came home. I was in Dunham's, and Dunham's? I had to go get Dunham's is sporting goods, sporting gotcha. goods place. I was in Dunham's, and you know how they have those uh, the pads that you would put, like, weight benches and stuff on? It's a, about a half inch to a three-quarter inch thick foam. Oh, yeah, you're putting together weight benches. So, so yeah, so I'm putting together the weight bench, but it, it's the snap together stuff. So I bought two packs of it, and I made the the thing real wide and everything. So I I'm I went in to get it, and damn it, I am back and I'm walking around. I've got the two packages under my arm. I'm walking around. I'm passing the shoe department. There's a guy in the back of the place. Hey Bill, listen to you every day. How you doing? And by the and then he looks at me and he goes, "There's those Crocs." And they have the damn Crocs with the fuzz in them right over there on display. I forgot to tell you that. It's a it's a great shoe, Bill. That guy knows what he's doing. He probably sells I looked at him. I looked at him and I said, thanks for pointing them out. I will not be buying them. And he just laughed. He said, yeah, I didn't think so. But, yeah, it was right there. Right Again, there. Again, Bill, you're just telling on yourself that you don't value comfort. I love comfort. Uh, Adidas shoes are the most comfortable, especially with that, uh, that I can't remember what the name of the foam is, but whatever that air foam is, I, it's the most comfortable shoe I've ever worn. I wear it to the gym. It's supportive. It's awesome. And there are there's a leather kind of floor shine. Floor shine makes a shoe. It's a black leather shoe with like a gym shoe base to it. It is the most comfortable shoe I have ever worn in my life. It is like literally walking on pillows. It is amazing. I wear them everywhere, everywhere, to the point that they get run down, and I don't want to get rid of them because I'm afraid of buying another pair and them not being as nice. And then I've I've got like six pairs of them now, I, and I know don't get rid of any of them. Nice. I love comfort. I will not wear something that makes me look like I'm a Saint Bernard waiting for my barrel of whiskey to be strapped around my neck so I can run through the snow and rescue people. Nope, nope. Don't enjoy that comment. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the big difference. A lot of shoes are comfortable, right? And, and yes. no, no one's wearing Crocs to the gym or to go work out. They're for other very practical uses. But the big difference is all those shoes you mentioned, all your Adidas, not to shade Adidas, but you have to tie the shoes on. Like You have to bend no, down and put the they're shoes slip-ons. on. They're slip-ons. They're oh. slip-ons. Well, that ruins no, my they're, entire they're the, they're the strap across the top slip-ons. You just 
put them on. Velcro. And they're awesome run shoes. No, they're not Velcro. I haven't done a Velcro thing, now. Did you know it, t- it, it took me until seventh grade to learn how to tie shoes because I just Shut loved up. Velcro? Because I was lazy. Because I, I, from my youth, I swear, there is nothing in my life I hate more than bending down to tie my shoes. I can see you in your 50s. Just, you know, you're wearing that shoe sock thing. You know, it looks like a, it looks like a can opener and you got you, you you put your sock on it and you hold it down there and you put your foot in it and it pops your sock up. And then you've got that thing that it looks like a um oh, it looks like one of those things you pick up garbage with. But you squeeze the handle, it spreads your shoes open and you slip your foot in it. I can see you at the age of 50 sitting on the toilet doing that. Just Somebody help me put my shoes. And you're naked. You're just you came out of the shower. You're sitting on a toilet, and you're just too lazy to bend down and tie your shoes. So that's what you're doing. And the socks are white, and yet you're, you're you've got like Velcro straps across now Birkenstocks. <laughs> All right, listen, listen. I'm wearing I'm wearing normal shoes now. It just took Good. me. It took me a while in life to get to that point. It took me until seventh grade. <laughs> I just didn't want to learn how to tie my shoes because Velcro is so easy. I'm just strap. Oh. That's awesome. That's awesome. But, but that's why Crocs uh, are great because you could just. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say this. Crocs over Birkenstocks. I will never. So you unsee. must really hate Birkenstocks. I can't stand Birkenstocks. I, I just can't. Uh, I always picture people that wear them driving a Subaru on their way to a commune. Again, uh, I can let's never, not shade Subarus. I can never. I love Subarus. <laughs> I can never unsee. I'm standing on the sideline at training camp, and I kind of did a double take, and I looked over, and there's a guy in a Green Bay Packers shirt, polo, buttoned up to his neck. It's 100 degrees out. Buttoned up to his neck, short sleeves. He's got the, the, the tan khaki shorts, brown belt, but they're pulled up. They're pulled up kind of high. And I look down, and he's got white socks with green stripes on them and Birkenstocks. Was it Clements? And I hear the guy look at me and go, it's kind of hot out here, Bill. It's Ted Thompson. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I looked, I swear to God, I looked down, and I said, Ted, it is hot. What the hell are you wearing on your feet? And he laughed. That's all he did was laugh. He knew exactly what I was going to do. He laughed. And he says, oh, I got to go now. And then he walked out and talked to Mike McCarthy and Rogers and them. I'll never forget that sight. All I kept thinking was if he turned towards me and his pants were up over his belly button and he had like the male hot dog thing split there, I was going to throw up. <sighs> Just couldn't do it. Still can't. Can't get the image out of my head. Turned away. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out for a couple of minutes, take a quick break. Come back. we got a lot more to get to, a lot more of the fun and frivolity, that is. Our friends at Great Lakes Dragaway. Speed is the need, and you got it. Great Lakes Dragaway has it, and uh, they got uh, they got your fix. Uh, as soon as the snow melts, they're going to be opening things up in Great Lakes Dragaway. They repaved last year. They're redoing a lot of different things down there. Got a lot of great weekends coming up. And if you want to drive your car, if you want to drive your motorcycle, get your buddies together, get your friends together, get your family together, whatever it happens to be, go to GreatLakesDragaway.com. That's GreatLakesDragaway.com. Stay on your lane, GreatLakesDragaway.com. And uh, and then check out the, the 2023 season pass. Good stuff. More of the Bill Michael Show next. 
Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Hopefully you're enjoying the day. Certainly appreciate it uh, this Friday after the uh, snow has fallen. The sun has come out. I see a few breaks in the uh, clouds, some blue skies up above. This this portion of the program brought to you by a company called Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L, a quality machining and manufacturing company, New Berlin, Wisconsin. And uh, they, if you're looking to work with a company and get some parts made, they can do it. If you're looking to work for the company and uh, start a whole new career or just change careers, uh, they're willing to train you, whether it's the old-fashioned way, robotics, whatever it happens to be. Uh, check them out. They're just great people over there. Go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L dot com. That is Pindell dot com. Again, Pindell dot com. And, uh, and tell them we sent you. Go to Pindell dot com. Let's go back to the phone calls. Talk to Vincent listening to us in Connecticut. Vincent, how you doing, man? What's going on? How's it going, Bill? Great show, by the way, too. Thank you very much. What's up? Yeah, I got a question for you. Now, this is my, now everybody keeps saying that. This whole thing where Rodgers and the Packers and Jets is done with compensation, everything, right? Right. Okay. If and I know they keep saying it comes down to Rodgers making the final decision, but if Goody is that much, if Jordan Love is his guy, wouldn't you think? Wouldn't you think instead of say, and, I, and I'm a pro Aaron Rodgers guy, I think you know that all the times I called or messaged in, but wouldn't you just say? Let's just get rid of Rodgers now. If everything's a done deal, why don't we just trade him now and just get it over with? Do you agree with me on that? Yeah. Yep. I, well, yeah, I, I look at it. I mean, I, I look at it as you you have to do it delicately because he could yeah. always retire and then you get nothing. So yeah. I think what, what the Packers have done, and I, I'm only speaking from just a, an observation point here, uh, I would look at this and say they don't believe he's all in. I would look at him and say, you do what you want to do. We're not going to rush you. Uh, the Jets would like to talk to you. Is that okay? Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, we give you the permission. Go ahead. Uh, the New York Jets go out and talk to our quarterback and see if you can convince him to go there. Otherwise, Aaron, you let us know what you want to do. But I would assume that there's some kind of a parameter set for what the Packers would want in com- compensation for Rodgers. But the first thing first is, does he want to come back? And I think that's kind of where they're at. But I think right now, by not making any statements, there's nothing leaking out. Nobody's got, you know, details or anything. Nothing negative is being said. They're just kind of sitting there right now going, well, let us know. Let us know what you want to do. And that's it. Hey, Bill, i got one more point for it. Wouldn't it be kind of funny if he's – because I don't know if fun – because you know Rodgers, he's going to wait a couple – a little bit with this. But isn't it kind of ironic if the, the Jets want him? But isn't it ironic if he's still not committed with the Jets? Wouldn't that be kind of funny? Because everybody keeps saying, oh, what's a done deal to the Jets? And, right. You know, and, and they keep forgetting national media, Mike Greenberg of ESPN. They keep thinking, oh, we're, we're getting him. But you, you got to yeah. remember, if he's not committed with the Packers, well, how, how, do you think, how do you know he's going to be committed with the Jets? Right. You know what I mean? No, I, 100%. 100%, man. I appreciate the phone call. 100%, sure, I agree. Thank you, pal. Uh, 100%. I mean, you that that's the reason the Jets flew out there to figure out what what he's committed to you know what they can work with what they can live with what they can't that's I'm sure Nathaniel Hackett talked to him and said dude you know you and I can work together I can fill you in 
um, you know, on what it is you need. Uh, I'm here for you. You know the system. You know, you know the calls. You know a lot of the signals. You know, you know, you already know a lot of the terminology. We can do this for you. We can do that for you. What can you do for us? And this is the first time Rodgers has ever even been courted, remember, because he's never been a free agent. So I'm sure he's probably enjoying it, getting his free latte or whatever it is that, you know, he got at lunch, a free lunch, whatever. Um, it's probably a pretty good discussion, you know, friendly discussion, philosophical discussion and everything. They probably asked him, what's it like to be in the dark, you know? So when they went through all that, I, that's probably where it is. And I, it's been a very public but very silent courting of Aaron Rodgers. And this is, this is the sentiment of many. Uh, Farmer says, at this point, I'm done with Rodgers. Let's see what love has. And again, on that on that side, there's the fatigue. You don't know what love has. You don't know that you're moving into a better climate. You don't know that you're you're even a playoff contender at this point. You don't even you don't even know. You just are done with the BS back and forth. That's it. It's where a lot of people are. You know? Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. I mean, Bill, um, to play devil's ahead. advocate there, there's the fatigue side. There's also the side of people not thinking he is Aaron Rodgers anymore. Right. Not to say that they think he's bad, but to win, sure. for him to win, you need him to elevate the team a certain amount. Mm -hmm. And there is a real question as to whether he could still do it. 100% agree. 100% agree. Um, I think there's a raised eyebrow at his talent, what he's coming off of last year. I think that he has a few people that are looking at this going, boy, I wonder if he actually can still do this, you know, that type of thing. Um, I, you know, I. <laughs> Yeah, it's um uh, I I don't I, I if I'm the Jets, I don't know what to expect. You know, I really don't. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if uh if, if Rodgers has it, if Rodgers is coming in with a good attitude, if he's coming back just for the money. I mean, that's for the reason they went out there to find out. I I agree with that. But I, there's so a reason I, they're the Jets, right? The only reason they're in this spot right now is cuz they cannot draft a quarterback. They've had numerous top five picks that they've just failed on that are all busts. Correct. Right? So, so there's a reason that they're so desperate. Right. Which you can name all of the best run organizations in football. I don't know if they would be making this move because they wouldn't be in the position to have to do it. Yeah. Which I don't mean that to be an indictment on Rodgers. Like it right. is what it is. He's old. He's expensive. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's a coincidence that it's the Jets that are there. Mm -hmm. Right. No, and, and I mean, I, also you got to look at it as the Jets believe they're, you know, the Jets believe they're right there. They're on the cusp of winning something, you know. The Jets believe that this this is the guy. This this is the one step, the one thing we don't have that we got to do. This is it. We we This is the one thing they don't have 
that is not in place that would put them over the top. And that's that's also what it is they're looking at is there. So on one hand, you're not in the best of position to say uh, as a Packer, well, you know, we don't really want them, but we don't want to get hosed on the deal. But on the other hand, the Jets are like, man, we're we're one player away from really getting there. We're we're right there, man. We are right there. And that's what they believe. So they're as desperate to get him as you are to maybe move on from him. But the but who holds the cards in the grandest scheme of things? If you think and think about this, if you think that you could hold love off another year and still bring Rogers back and it wouldn't really bother you too much and it wouldn't and, and Rogers would still say yeah I'm, I'm good with that then then the Packers are in the best possible position because you don't have to move them you know what I mean yes I still don't know completely if I would do that if I'm the Packers I, I argued right. when you were the, the day you were off recently that this pack, number one, obviously the roster is not getting better around Rogers in terms of talent overall. Like, like as time no. goes on and the money gets worse, it's going to be harder to field a real competitor. I argue the roster heading into next year is uh, good enough that with love, I think it can make the playoffs in a seven seed and go nine and eight or eight, and nine, 10 and seven. But I don't think it's good enough to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess the position the franchise is in is a tough one because when they went all in the last couple of years, they didn't win. And then now they're, they're kind of teetering on it where I think, and I think Goody is kind of showing you too, that the best move forward is to go with the young quarterback and not rebuild the roster, but reload it and develop him. Mm-hmm. I just don't think right. the window with Rogers here is open anymore. I would only think that the window's open if there's enough money that's given back or found to pick up a couple of pieces that let's, I mean, let's be honest. Rashawn Gary went down that hurt your pass rush. You need another big body. So you're a big body away. You need another wide receiver. You're another wide receiver away. You're another weapon away. You need a better pass catching tight end. Now, is that going to be Robert Tanya coming back from a year removed from the knee surgery? Or do you got to go get somebody? Your offensive line is pretty much intact. You got good sec. You get, you got good back to back, uh, running back uh, uh, help, so you're not bad there. Your secondary should be better with Stokes coming back, so you you will get better by osmosis. But do you? Here's the question: Do you have that guy on defense? Does Avant, does, does does Quay Walker develop into that guy? Does Preston Smith give you a year like he had two years ago, or like he had four years ago? Does does Devondre Campbell play the way he did two years ago? Because if all of that happens. You've got enough. But if it, but you can't look at Rodgers and say, drag us across the finish line anymore. You can't do that. You have to have that other guy. you got to have that defense that's going to be able to back up the offense. And I don't know if they have that right now. I, I still think they could have it if indeed, you know, Rashawn Gary comes back and Quay Walker's ready to go and Devontae Wyatt has grown and there's a lot of ifs there, you know. But do you have that one guy to make it all come together? Well, they're paying and a lot of guys to be that guy. That right. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Because Correct. the the money that Rasul Douglas and Devontae Campbell are making, they're not playing up to that level. Well, they, I mean, even, even look, at, look at Jair. 
highest paid yeah. highest paid corner in the league, and he's not an interception guy. He's not a guy that's a turnover guy. He's a guy that just basically keeps the ball away from your receivers. But he he doesn't have great hands. So, you you know he's not even that guy. You're paying him to be that guy, but he's not that guy either. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Cultural Heritage Center. Look at that. If you're watching over on the uh, Facebook live stream or uh, YouTube or on on Twitch TV, what have you, um, beautiful, incredible hall. And uh, that not only do they have some terrific musical acts, but they also rent it out. So if you're looking, and it's not expensive, if you're looking to get married, if you're looking for a party, if you're looking for uh, a stage to use, uh, to do your own event, uh, whatever it happens to be, uh, if you're looking for meeting space upstairs, dance halls, they have it. Uh, go to uh, go to 414-345-8800. Get a hold of our buddy Corey, 414-345-8800 or ICHC.net. That's the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Uh, been at it more than 30 years now, right there on Wisconsin Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. We went over and saw Cynthia the other night, a terrific Irish band. Oh, my God, were they good. And if you're looking to get it in the spirit, uh, man, that is a tremendous place to keep in mind when it comes to a good bands, good music. Just keep the, uh, you know, oh, you can always find it over on Facebook, too, Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Facebook, uh, over on Instagram, so many ways to uh, check it out. But uh, really, really good music. They've been booking a lot of acts. And they're part of the Dropkick Murphys coming down to the uh, UW Panther Arena tomorrow night right after the Admirals game. So get a hold of our buddy Corey over there, 414-345-8800, 414-345-8800. That's the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. I should have made uh, plans to go to that, by go the ahead. way. That was awesome. I the, have the Dropkick, uh, all the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I wish we could go, but uh, we've got a, a charity event tomorrow night that we uh, we committed to a long, long time ago. They're my intro fact, music a, for, for every show I do. Are they really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Which song do you use? State of Massachusetts. Gotcha. It works. Okay. Okay. I No, Dropkick Murphys are awesome. I mean, didn't they play? They uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they play and or sell out uh, Fenway years ago? I mean, I can only expect them to. That's like the, okay. the Boston Colt band. Yeah. Oh, of course. I Their entire target audience is South Boston. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because uh, I know that uh, they were talking about different bands that have sold out Fenway. I know. I know Jimmy Buffett did, and I know there's been a couple of other big ones. Oh, that I bet have, you Neil Diamond has. Um, yeah, you would assume, right? But I don't know. I, I was just. I was watching. I don't know. It was like a month ago, maybe more. Um, they were talking about 
different bands and venues, and uh, it was over on Axe, Access TV. Um, and uh, you know how they always they have the breaking of the band, and they have all the different musical stuff and backgrounds and documentaries on bands. And I was watching something. They were talking about some bands that have sold out uh, Fenway, and I think they were one of them. I think they were. I, I believe Neil Diamond. I know Jimmy Buffett did. I can't remember all the ones that they went through, though. And all the ones that have actually played there, because there's not many that have played there. It's just like, you know, American Family Field, Miller, Miller Park. And it's 20-plus year existence. Um, there hasn't been many big bands there. I mean, they have maybe one a year, if that, two a year tops. And the ones that actually sell it out are few and far between. So, uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Sixteen seventy. You want to find us? Uh, go ahead and give us a shout. Um, this one's from uh, who's this from? Turkey Dave. Turkey. Oh, Hunter Turkey Dave. Oh, Hunter Dave. How you been, man? I haven't heard from you in forever. Uh, Turkey Dave. Uh, Turkey. By the way, uh, he hums uh, like in the Shano uh, area. He uh, lives in the Shano area and he goes up north and he does Sturgeon Bay and such all the time. And uh, so I've he actually comes down on the motorcycle ride. So Turkey Dave, I haven't heard from you in a while. He threw me for a loop. Uh, Turkey Dave says, uh, I love Aaron Rodgers for what he's done for us, but I am absolutely 100% over the drama. Got to go. Got to move on. What if love is bad? Does Gudikins get fired? No. No. Uh, if he's bad, it's how you correct the problem. That's it. It's, it's how you correct the problem. If he is not the guy... And or he and or he's mediocre. It's how you correct the problem. Um, but Gutekind, well, we've been through this. I mean, the first couple of drafts, uh, you got what four guys remaining from the from those what 15, 12, 17, 18 players or whatever it was. You got four guys. That's it. That hurts you. After that, he's drafted pretty well. Not great, but pretty well. You picked up some key pieces along the way. It certainly looks like this past year. Dante Wyatt and Quay Walker and Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs. I mean, you you know, you start getting contributors like that. Uh, maybe you get a pro bowler or two out of that draft and the year before and then this upcoming draft. And, yeah, it's not a bad way to go. You know, I mean, that's that's a that's that's a recipe for success. You know, if you continue to bolster your team through the draft and in doing so, fixing holes that you have. So, yes. But uh, if Jordan Love is not the real deal, and you don't make a move because of obstinate stupidity or just because you paid the man, uh, then, yeah, then you start to look and, you know, how many coaches, how many general managers have been canned because their team may be good, but their quarterback isn't, and they just can't get over the hump. And, you know, they'll either stick with a problem far too long uh, or they move way too fast or they keep moving on and there's no continuity. You know, I mean, there, there's, you know, I, part of the part of the reason you have success is because if you do find a good coach, a good system, a good good you know group of coaches, uh, even if the team's bad for a year or two, there's continuity and you know you're on the right path. Otherwise, you can look at bad coaches that are unorganized, they don't have the ability to command, they can't wrap their arms around the organization, and yet you stick with them just because which means you have year after year after year of sub-mediocrity uh, of just coaching and the ability to lead or the inability to lead, that takes a team down a primrose path. So 
It, it just depends on how you handle it. Every circumstance is different. 877-867-1670. Um, Brandon says, as long as he doesn't end up down like Dallas's quarterback, I'll be happy, right? Don't give, don't give him a contract that's crazy stupid. Uh, Chris says, LMAO, laughing my ass off uh, on some of these people commentaries about Rodgers not being a diva until the drafting of Jordan Love. Uh, I guess they forgot his rants in 2018 that led to the firing of Coach Mike McCarthy. Once Murphy extended the Divas contract in 2016 or 2018, when he had two years left after subpar seasons in 16 and 17, A-Rod had Murphy in his pocket. But Chris, he played well. It wasn't like he never played well. It wasn't like they, oh, I, I fooled him and he played tor- terribly and he had all the money. He played well. And, you know, look, depending on how much of the uh, the the Bleacher Report article you believe from Tyler Dunn about what was going on behind the scenes, whether you believe a little or a lot, there were clearly issues there. There were clearly issues there, starting from management all the way down. There were clearly issues there. So you can say, you know, you can laugh at it all you want and blame it on Rodgers and talk about the diva not being a diva or whatever. Rodgers was always a different thinker. There's nobody... That's not a, a, a sudden over the last two, three years of revelation. But, yeah, I mean, it, there was always issues behind the scenes. And part of the problem was, let's be honest, again, I go back to what were they doing to fortify the team? You know, it was always we were always talking about this guy. Uh, OK, he's adequate, but he's not, you know, not a real not the real deal. And they were always trying to fit square pegs and around holes. It just it it was happening continuously. So you can say what you want and laugh your ass off and everything, you know that's fine. Uh, but Rogers had it pretty much right, and for the most part, he was being asked time and again to drag this team across the finish line. And you can't do it by yourself. You just flat out can't. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Would love to hear from you. Could do a little grilling this weekend. I bet you are. Robert Specialty Meats right around the corner, down in Sunset Drive in Waukesha. Robert Specialty Meats Waukesha dot com. We are heading down there tomorrow, and Sunday is a take it easy day. We got a lot of work to do around the house. Got a lot of things we need to do business wise. Both Kristen and I. And uh, we are going to sit back, relax, and take it easy. And I said, come hell or high water, which we may have high water because we, we got more snow expected on Sunday. But I'm grilling out. I am going down. I have been craving the thick-cut pork chops and the Al Capone roast. So we're going to do a couple of each, and we're just going to cut them up, and that's going to be meals throughout the week, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm telling you. So if you are looking to grill, if you're looking to get your game on, you're going to be looking for something to grub on on Selection Sunday, oh, get a hold of our buddy Paul Roberts and the gang at Roberts Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. That is Roberts Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. I know this time of year you don't think about it unless, of course, you're sliding all over the road. But uh, with the summer coming up, traveling coming up, think about our friends at J&L Tire and Auto Service Center right out there in Watertown and in Johnson Creek. Just north of 94 in Johnson Creek, uh, Highway 26 and I-94, and you can see it from the highway. As a matter of fact, if you need some work, you need some oil change, whatever it happens to be, people you can trust. And if you got a, uh, a travel van that you're just kind of toting the kids around in or you got an 18-wheeler, either way, 
they can help you out. Get a hold of Lyle and the staff and uh, just give them a call. 920-699-2576. 920-699-2576. That's JNLTire.com. JNLTire.com. Great people out there just north of 94 in the Johnson Creek area. Um, what else do we have here for you? Cassie says, it would be a shame to see Aaron Rodgers go like this under so much controversy. You just wish that he would just make the announcement and walk away and get the retirement tour as a Green Bay Packer. That would be kind of best-case scenario. I agree. I, I just, look, there's a lot of what do you what do you want to do scenarios and how you want to see it happen scenarios. But I, and again, and this one's from Sean who says, uh, you've been saying all along you thought Aaron Rodgers would be back. Do you think that uh, that has changed? Yes, I do. And, and I, but, but, but I remember I said all along, yeah, I think he'd be back. But I also thought that the only way he would be back is if he is all in, if, if, if he's 100% committed. That was the way I said I thought he would be back. I did not think he would be back if he wasn't committed. Because I thought the statement by Brian Gutekinds, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, and you're probably going to roll your eyes. But when he said, you know, this was not a one-year commitment regarding the contract and that we expect a certain level of return on our investment, he wasn't talking about wins and losses. He was talking about leadership, being there, being committed to the offseason, being committed to his own health and well-being when it comes to getting his legs under him, his core strength, the physical things that get you through the rigors of being a quarterback in the NFL. That's what he was talking about. So when you kind of look at that and say, okay, is Aaron Rodgers all in on that? If he's not, then you don't have the choice has been made. You didn't make that choice. The choice has been made by Aaron Rodgers if he's not all in. So thus then you say, you know what? I I think uh I think we're going to go ahead and, and let you talk to other teams. And that's understandable. There's nothing wrong with that. That's understandable. You know, at least then you get something for them. You know, because otherwise <laughs> you're you're either left with a quarterback who you may not, you know, he may not fill the bill for you as far as being able to get your team to the next level. Uh, or he retires altogether, and then you've got $40 million in a cap hit and absolutely, positively nothing to show for it, you know? So it's understandable. No problem with that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Do it. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to Tomcat, our buddy up in Tomahawk. Tomcat, what's going on, man? How you doing? This is the old Tomcat, Tomahawk, Wisconsin, Hi. East Side. How you How been, you buddy? I'm good. <laughs> hey, I listen to you every day, but today I just I just got done snowballing the driveway, and I got a big frickin' driveway. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but uh, I turned it on. I, I want. Did me, anybody mention the bill that Cedarius uh, Smith asked for a trade from Minnesota, or did you cover that already? No, I didn't talk about that yet. As a matter of fact. Yeah, I wonder what's up yeah. there, because I think he's on a three-year contract. And, uh, huh. I he thought that they may consider. Year. I think he had 10 sacks. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I don't know how many. He had a pretty good year, but I thought that maybe they would just cut him loose monetarily. I don't know what uh, was owed to him, but I know that uh, 
There was some talk about the play that he had last year. Not a bad year, and I, I just yeah, think he kind of sees the writing on the wall because they're getting rid of some of the guys defensively speaking, and it's kind of like they're starting over, and then they get rid of Adam Thielen, another offensive weapon. It's kind of like they went for it last year. They didn't get it, so they're in a little bit, uh, not of a reload or a rebuild, but more of a reload. Okay, okay. I was just kind of wondering what the heck was going on there. But, yeah. uh, hey, Bill, if you're ever up this way, I had your, your uh, radio show on when I was going uptown one time, you guys were talking about them Bloody Marys. Up here we yes. call them Bleeding Marys. <laughs> if, you're, if you're ever up this way, I'll mix you one, buddy. You bet. You bet, man. I love it. Go. I, I appreciate the phone call. Love them at Holly's. Holly's Bar up there. There's a supper club, the Bonnie and Clyde Supper Club right up the street, which is really, really good. Love them over there. Uh, the I, Was it the uh, Thirsty Giraffe, I think, had uh, good Bloody Marys up there? Uh, that's really solid. And then there is a, uh, then the VFW, the VFW downtown. We always go in there for the pudding shots and the uh, the Bloody Marys as well. They had good ones. And I can't remember the name of the steakhouse slash supper club that's right in the middle of downtown. There's a good steakhouse downtown. I can't remember what it is, but last time I was there, I ate at the bar. Man, it was one of the best steaks I'd ever had. It was fantastic. Another hour yet to go. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, but it's coming up right after this.